the summer Olympic sports just keep getting weirder and weirder, right? Do you do you you know they they have handball? Yes, and surfing. They yeah. have um, trampoline. Uh, two different disciplines of canoe. <laughs> <laughs> Both speed canoe and slalom canoe. Yeah. I hope we get a drop that says two different disciplines of canoe. <laughs> It'll so, come up sometime. Yeah. Oh, I just saw uh, what I thought. Well, when we watch was, Deliverance, right? <laughs> right. Did you see that the? Uh, it was the Norwegian ladies beach handball team, not yes. volleyball, handball. Yes. Got fined because they wore shorts instead of bikinis. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. That's a that that's not problematic at all. No. Olympics yep. <laughs> is perfect. Meanwhile, the dudes were wearing um like tank tops and um, board shorts. <laughs> board shorts, yeah. That's the yeah. word I was looking for. Yep. Yeah, ridiculous. It's only 2021. You got to give them time. (laughs) (laughs) We should start the podcast. I think we already did. I think it's already started. (laughs) I don't know. We're going to see. I didn't hear any music. (laughs) There's never any music anymore. Yeah. Um, It was just a bunch of music. And then like I would talk and then all I heard was bleeps from Rick's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those, none of those are going to be on this podcast. Yeah. I will, I will quit <laughs> or be canceled. Uh-huh. Both. Uh, okay, hey so how you guys doing? We're here for another week. Yay! I'm doing well. I'm doing great. I'm glad it's oh. Friday. Where I am yes. at in my hyperloop dimension. Yep. Well, um, and and for time stamping, we did say the opening ceremonies of the Olympics was today, so you know when we're recording. It's the Atlanta Olympics. Yeah, that joke <laughs> has legs. <laughs> the dream what, team is dominating. What uh, can did you just pop open there, Rick? Um, I'm having the Oscar Blues Cano Bliss Tropical IPA. Ooh. Um, what I love about this can, so it's called Cano Bliss. Get it? Right. A can right. of Bliss or Cannabis. And Oscar and right Blues here, is in Colorado, right? <clears throat> Yep, I don't know if you guys can see it, but right there, there's a little circle for where you could put the stem in to turn the can into your own little personal disposable bong. Wow, <laughs> nice, nice, <laughs> nice, very nice. Ah, <sighs> Bill, do you have a beverage? I do. I'm having the original Bud Light Chilada with Clamato. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, gross. It's Bud Light, tomato, and clam juice. <laughs> when are they going to make that a seltzer? <laughs> oh, clam yeah. seltzer. You know, why don't they make a tomato seltzer? I mean, they probably do. Like a tim. Oh, I haven't seen one. That's I mean, what I, I want. Know. I want, you know, here's the variety. Dear Bud Light. Light. Copy, no, hang on. Copyrighted. Copyrighted. Here, here's the variety. I'm write a letter and mail it to myself. I want, <laughs> yeah, I want a tomato juice seltzer that comes in regular and spicy. A clam seltzer? No, I'm fine without that. I want, I want a pickle seltzer. <laughs> Aren't they, they all kind they of a clam seltzer? Exists. Right, I saw that. Yeah, but I want the variety pack that has regular tomato, spicy tomato, pickle, and then. I Are we don't talking know. dill pickle or sweet pickle? Dill for sure. I'm not a bread and bread butter guy. Me neither. I don't like them. But should you have a seltzer? No, 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 for no. Them? bread and butter oh. are different than sweet pickles. Well, I don't like but either. Still I only bread and butter. Are I, sweet also. I want them dill. I want them garlicky. I want them as sour as you can get them and crunchy. Well, what about cornichons? The little I don't ones. know what I don't know what I've, word you. I, I've never heard that word before. Cornichons? You just nope. used a word I don't know. 
I forgot. I have to. I have to use my fourth grade vocabulary on this podcast. We need a bell on this podcast for every time someone uses a word we've never heard before. I don't know if we ring it a lot, but I felt like he was saying Cornish game hens wrong. <laughs> it's like an abbreviation. Let's have a Cornish. Uh, okay, that could be the fourth flavor of the variety pack. Cornish if you really, game man, if you really like your small roasted fowl, so. Uh, well, that's like that. But remember, Jones Soda had that Thanksgiving flavored soda pack. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's I do like that, that, right? You have pickles, tomato, uh, and, and Cornish, uh, game Cornish game hens, <laughs> or like an onion one, or an mm. olive French onion seltzer, like a dirty seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> so what is this? That's a whole different thing, Bill. <laughs> uh, so what? What's a Cornish hen? Oh, wait, we're still talking about beers, aren't we? Well, we, it's Ryan's <laughs> turn to talk. Yes. Uh, thanks for asking, guys. Uh, I'm drinking a... <laughs> still still haven't. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm having a Rubens Brews Hazelicious Hazy India Pale Ale. That's if a lot of words. wondering, they don't care. Yeah. Oh, you know what's weird? My wife went to the store the other day and she brought back a bag of Reuben sandwich flavored potato chips. Interesting. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I'd try those. Yeah. That, Did they taste like Thousand Island dressing or something weird? They also have like a little bit of sauerkraut and a little bit of pastrami flavor in there. <laughs> oh, the whole so thing. Not like a lie. Reuben sandwich. The whole sandwich, yeah. <laughs> yeah in a but chip. I would say the predominant flavor is Thousand Island dressing. Yeah. 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 I love me a good Reuben, though. Yeah. Yeah. They're hard to find, though, because everyone has one, so you don't know where the good ones are. You know what's good is a A Reuben sandwich? (laughs) No. Yeah, with turkey? Yes, with turkey. Yeah, yeah, with turkey instead of pastrami. A Rachel is good. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear a story about a Reuben? My wife, we would go to restaurants for, like, like (laughs) years, and she'd order a Reuben almost every time, and she's like, this one's not very good. I feel like I just heard this story. (laughs) (laughs) And then... All said that she's like, you know what? I guess I just don't like Rubens because they're never good anywhere I go. But then she'll make one and she'll be like, oh, this one's pretty good. Like when she makes it. But I think it's just like. I think I like them best when I make them, too. There's something about making them at home. Well, I think part of it, too, is they're almost always way too greasy. Like at a greasy spoon, like kind of place. I think they're always way too greasy. I mean, I think there's a reason for that, right? <laughs> yeah, at a greasy spoon. You know, I never thought of that. Maybe I should not order Rubens at a greasy restaurant. You know what's right? good? A deep fried Reuben. <laughs> I like. Do you that. say at a at a Grecian restaurant? <laughs> yes. They Grecian. serve those uh, corny hodo pickles. <laughs> Cor- corny hodo, yes. <laughs> corny hodo. What are they called? Can- Cornishones. Cornishones. Do we decide if it's a pickle or what do we? It's a tiny pickle. It's a tiny pickle. It's a little. It's like a baby dill. What's the difference between that and a gherkin? Uh, They're kind of like a gherkin. Yeah, they're both. Okay. (laughs) But you never, you never want to say I'm a jerk in my cornishone. Cranking my cornishone, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Bill okay. rolled his eyes like he's never heard jerkin my gherkin before. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I, I think you probably think about it. I don't know okay. what that is. Um, okay. 
Like, you know there. what it is? It's Chinatown, Bill. It's Chinatown. Oh my Bill. gosh, let's talk about Chinatown. <laughs> well, uh, well, let's at least talk about things that happened in the year Chinatown was made, shall we? <laughs> Wait. Yes. Any- we should we should address this. Uh, we did watch a movie for this week. It was mm-hmm. Chinatown. Yep. Thanks it for the came sp- out in 1974. Thanks for the support. So I think, <laughs> I think we should do a little trivia about 1974. What do you think? Yeah. Um, okay, let's just start it. What do you think? Ready? Yeah. Jump okay. into it. Trivia let's time. Go. Let's go. Yeah. I don't care who goes first or anything, except Ryan's going first this time. <laughs> <laughs> Cost of a Super Bowl ad. Price is Right, price is right Rules. 1974. Hmm. Price is Right Rules 74. I feel like we talked about this before. You know what I've realized over the last several months? What? That the Price is Right would suck with two two contestants. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they do. They have two contestants at the end. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't do Price is Right Rules for any one thing. They each have to bid on their own showcase. Yeah, but if they go over, they lose. Right, right. But that's different than how we play with two contestants where we're bidding on the same thing and whoever goes first, the other person is basically saying over or under. We're basically playing over <laughs> under and you're asking yeah, whoever goes first to set the line. Yeah, because I don't have to set the line. Right. <laughs> right. Defer. <laughs> he's going to double defer you. No, he's not. No, he's oh. not. I'm going to set the because Ryan's terrible at this. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's going to be wrong no matter what I say. You know what? I'm going to give you guys a clue. No. This might be no, the hardest. This might, no. No. I think this is going to be the hardest one we've done so far. Okay. Even though we've done it before. Price mm-hmm. of a Super Bowl ad in 1974 <laughs> is going to be 81000 100000 Call. Ryan wins <laughs> at a hundred and three thousand. That was a weird guess. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I mean, I wish you would have said a hundred and five, and we both would have lost. <laughs> uh, well, no, no you would have won. You would have won, Bill. That's how price <laughs> right. Right rules work. <laughs> Never mind. All right, so Ryan gets a point. Um, I don't know how to ask this question, but it's kind of an interesting one. That's good for trivia. If you could, you could get three points for this question, Ryan, because uh, you get to go first. <laughs> How okay. many could I get? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get both names, the movie, and the character name correct. Hold and on, the, both names, the movie, and the character name. So, am I thinking the, both names of the actor person? I asked? am. What? I. And the trivia master. Okay. And whatever I say goes here. So I'm just going to ask the question and you get to figure it out. Okay. In 1974, this was completed. False. Two actors have now won an Oscar for playing the same character in different films. Okay. Finish the rest of it. (laughs) Figure that mess out. Not my job. Two actors won an Academy Award for playing the same Uh, character. I thought you were going to say two actors, one film. (laughs) Uh, 74. So. 
I'm going to defer. So 74 is when the second actor won for playing the same character. The what? I wasn't listening. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm 74, sorry. <laughs> 74 was when the second actor, the later actor won. Because you said that was when it was completed. Yes. Okay. I also defer. <laughs> uh, may we get a hint? No, because I think if I think if I gave you a hint, you'd just get it right. Mm. <laughs> we won't want that. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. Um, I don't know. How can I know? <laughs> can I get one I mean, point for one of them? One of the pieces? Oh, oh, maybe. I mean, you could try. I told you I'll, I'll let you know at the end. Um, I think, Brian, let me, I'm going to give you another one. Did I call him Brian again? I yeah, didn't. He just keeps coming out yeah, weird. Um, I'm not fucking Brian. <laughs> Fuck Brian. None of us. Wait. wait. Are you fucking Brian? Or fuck, wait, I don't <laughs> no. know. Um, Brian can get okay. fucked. I'm going to give you another wait, clue, Ryan. Now I'm even more confused. <laughs> wait, if, you're giving him another clue before we even guess? Well, I gave you the last clue. You didn't give me any? What clue? That I said that um, you told me I couldn't give him a clue, but I did. He, none of us have guessed. No one's guessed yet. I know, but I, I said something. No, this is fine. Don't worry fine, about this clue. I undefer. I'm going to guess before no, the clue. Okay, wait, hang on. Hang on. No, the clue is so, it's so not worth it. But listen. Okay. If you, because Ryan said, could he get a point for saying one of them? Uh-huh. I would say that probably not, because if you got one of them, you'd have the whole thing right. That's the clue. Hmm. If if you're dialed in a little bit, you got it nailed. Do we get to ask questions? <laughs> we should Did each we get, get one yes or no. I, we should each get one yes or no question before I you, like, you, like, you like how I went silent because I can't even answer that. <laughs> uh, yes, you guys can both ask one question since okay. you guys seem lost. Okay, you get a yes or no question before your guess, Ryan. <sighs> that I have the I can veto. Also, <laughs> okay, great. Um, I hope Ryan says, is this the answer? And then <laughs> if I say no, he guesses again. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been way cooler if I would have thought of that before you said it. Yeah, well, you, now you just cut that out. Yeah. Right. You're the editor. <laughs> right. Uh, is one of the actors, uh, Jack Lemon? No. Bill, what's your yes or no question? No, now he has to guess, doesn't he? <clears throat> oh, you want to? Okay, I guess so. I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's deferring. Save the tiger. I don't. Jack Lemon and some old guy. All right. <clears throat> Wrong. Okay. Is. Is the. You guys are going to be so annoyed by this answer. I'm sure <laughs> we is, are. is the character. Or, or is the character that they played a real live person who lived? N- no. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> this, I mean, I, I'm going to say no, which you might fight about, but I'm also trivia master, so I can do whatever I want. But no. Okay. So I'm going to say that. What's that? What's that movie? No, you're wrong. If you have to do that, you're wrong. Oh. 
Well, but I don't know movies. No, I think you've heard okay, this one before. I'm going to say Charlton Heston is one of the guys. Okay. And that's, and I'm going to guess that the character is Ben-Hur. <laughs> okay. And who's the other guy that played Ben-Hur that got the other Academy Award for it? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Jack, uh, oh. uh, it's Walter Matthau. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So the answer. How many of those did I get right? Are you guys ready for the answer? Yeah, sure. Robert De Niro and Marlon Brando for Don Corleone. Okay, that's what I thought. In the Godfather One and Godfather Two. I almost said that. Okay. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Because I was thinking Marlon Brando, but then I was thinking seventy four was Godfather One. That's why. And I wasn't thinking about the younger and older, right? Right, right, yeah. I was thinking of a remake of the same movie. Yeah, it was hard to go there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the critique of that question is, it was a shitty question. (laughs) I think it was a good question, and it was really fun to try and figure out. I think since you spent so much time crafting trivia, you should have crafted a better question. (laughs) Well, how do you craft that question? Because if I would have said Robert De Niro and Marlon Brando played who, or if I would have said both got an Oscar for playing Don Corleone in what movie, like, or yeah. in the Godfather who, I mean, you, everything gives that question away. What if you said, this is a fun new game to play. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> you should have asked trivia questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. Moving on. Okay. All right. Let's well, go to your next shitty question. <laughs> biggest television shows of 1974 slash 75. Why is and, it two uh, years? I think they just do that. Like it might be the, it was up the, till the end of the year. Yeah. The so, new the new shows had to gain momentum. Okay. Uh, I got the top 10 here, and we're going to start with number one being 10 points and so on and so on. Yeah. Which means they're all worth 10. Because <laughs> <laughs> Rick doesn't want to do the math. Not Nine, that he's it's one to zero score. right now. You should, like, be a little nicer to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ryan gets to go first. I appreciate your fairness and commitment to equity. <laughs> I, I go first. Mm-hmm. I am going to go with uh, Chico and the Man. So that is worth eight points. Fuck yeah. I will go with Dallas. So that is worth zero points. How many rounds are we going here? I don't know. Till I get bored. Okay. So hang on. Ryan, I'm going to keep score. You had one. That's a new idea. <laughs> and then I started I that yeah. idea. Yeah, don't forget to put a bunch of zeros. Don't forget to put a bunch of zeros in there. <laughs> well, I will put a bunch. I'll put one for you at least. So you will. Know. There's there's the zeros. All right, Ryan. What do you got? Um, mash. Fifty points. Fifty. Well, five points. What are we doing here? <laughs> Five points. Cool. I like it. Um, it's almost s- as if we've done this year before. Samford and Son. And I lied, Ryan. You only got seven points for Chico and the Man. Mm. Samford Son. That is uh, nine points. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, you did get eight. I was wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> nine points for Bill. <laughs> you forget how your score works? I just didn't count them right. Mm. I don't know reverse numbers. Um, all in the family. 
Number one. Yep, yep. I remembered that one too. And Bill's last guess. Uh, we'll go with 60 minutes. <laughs> Not on the list. Okay. I'm going to go so. with. Wait, you went first. <laughs> uh, well, that was the last one? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear that. Sorry. My bad. Uh, so currently the score is 24 to 9. Okay. I'm in it. <laughs> last question worth one point. I don't point. have a clever comeback for that one. Wait, this is the last trivia question and it's worth one point. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Um, all right. You guys have probably seen highlights on a television before about the former t- baseball team, the Cleveland Indians. False. Mm-hmm. Now, now the Cleveland Guardians okay. um, had a promotion at the stadium where they served a lot of beer. Dollar beer night. To the, Ten cent beer night. To the, to the beer crowd. Wait, you don't see one penny <laughs> beer night, 15 cent beer night. <laughs> and it was 10 cent they beer had to, night. They had, to for, they had to forfeit the game because people got too rowdy. 10 cent beer night. Bill, uh-huh. you get to answer the question first. <laughs> okay. How like much it. were they charging for beers? Oh. Wait, and this is for... Seven points. Okay. Ten cents. Ten cent beer night. You're right. Ten <laughs> cents. Yes. Woo! I'm glad I remembered that one. Uh huh. Uh huh. So what does that put Bill at? Sixteen. 16. Of course. Um, we got two questions left. This one's worth five. Lorne Michaels offered the Beatles. How much money to reunite on Saturday Night Live? Who goes first? And what are the rules? Uh, Price is right rules. And Bill goes first. One million dollars. <laughs> okay. Uh, one million and one dollars. Okay, so that was worth five points and nobody got... It with the answer of three thousand dollars, <laughs> <laughs> but I will I will tell you the rest. I've heard this story before, but um, I read it in this when I was doing tr- uh, all my prep for trivia the other day. Uh huh. Um, I wrote this down, and it says Lorne Michaels offered three thousand dollars on SNL for the Beatles to reunite, which he did it like live on TV. He's like, "Come today." Yeah. It's one of those kind of things. Uh, John Lennon and Paul McCartney, both of whom happened to be watching the show together at Lennon's house, considered walking over there. Just <laughs> it was just a few it was just a few blocks away, but they were like, "Nah, we're kind of tired," <laughs> so they just didn't do it. They almost did it, <clears throat> which would have been amazing, right? For Three thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's about the money. Um. So the last question I'm going to ask you was one that it took me a while to figure out um, when I was looking through all this information the other day. But for 10 points, for five points each, you have three guesses. Who, were, who was the World Series champion, the Super Bowl champion, and the NBA champion, 1974? Bill goes first to try and win the game. Okay. The Miami Dolphins, the Boston Celtics, and what's the other sport? 
Baseball. Um, yep. The Toronto Blue Jays. Okay. Bill got some of those answers correct. Ryan has a chance to steal because the score is now very close. <laughs> it scores, the score is 26 to 24. Bill's in the lead. If, Bill gets, if Ryan gets the correct one right, he could win the whole thing. Uh, Miami Dolphins. Okay. Um, well, but he, he's not going to get the points for getting the same one I got, right? So you might as well guess someone else because maybe that's the one I got wrong. <laughs> I haven't finished guessing yet. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that was his baseball team. The <laughs> the uh, Washington Bullets and the Oakland Athletics. Who are the Washington Bullets? They became the Wizards. All right. Uh, Ryan <laughs> wins because the A's uh-huh. won the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got the NBA and the NFL, right? Y- yes. Yeah. I remember the Dolphins, but I had no idea on the, the Celtics. So Celtics is right? Yep. Ah. Interesting. Pretty, that was a pretty tight game. I'm glad I got just the right answers for this one. Uh-huh. Yeah, you did really good. Good times. Good times. And it had about as much of a climactic ending as the movie we're about to talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bill. Well, he loves him some 70s movies. Oh my gosh, this movie. So here's what I want to start off with as we move into talking about this film. Uh, Chinatown from 1974, starring a famous golfer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not a famous, famous golfer. So I, we, we started this podcast two hours late tonight because Rick was stuck in Ikea. And uh, I was just sitting around killing time. So I was watching the Big Bang Theory. Okay. Yeah. See, this is the problem. I know. I'm going somewhere with this, though. So I was watching the Big Bang Theory and the the guys were upset because one of the girls pointed out to them that uh, in Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, the big flaw in the story is that Indiana Jones plays no part in the movie. Like had he done nothing at all and just sat at home, the Nazis still would have found the Ark. They still would have taken it to the island. They still would have opened it, and all of their faces would have melted off. <laughs> yeah. like, that he plays no purpose in the movie. That is true about this and Chinatown. Like, there's no reason for this movie to be called Chinatown, for uh, Jack Nicholson to randomly mention every 15 minutes that he used to work for the DA's office in Chinatown or that the last scene has to take place in Chinatown. Like, it has nothing to do with the story or with anything. Yeah, well, I know. It's it's very... Okay, wait. You know, let's preface this. Maybe people didn't listen last week. So we're trying something on the this month of watching movies that none of us have seen before. So we're not here to really defend, right? Unless right. we, uh, unless something happens, you know. Um, I agree. Made no sense. Um, the thing that things about this movie that was weird to me also was like him getting his nose cut, yeah, yeah. and wearing that bandage because, like, yeah. I get it. I get it to be like oh, I'm gonna do something weird with this character. Why would you put yourself through that to like have this bandage on your nose for? every day you had to film for no reason. It does nothing for the story. It doesn't make it more interesting. Now, and 
we're we're gonna pick out some because there's some weird things like that in this movie, right? Sure. This was a fun movie to watch. Yeah, it was. I thought it was really good, and I thought it was well done. And then I thought everything fell apart and took a shit at the end. Yeah. Well, well, I I I get where you're coming from, but we were talking about '70s movies a couple episodes back, and how '70s movies didn't have a point. It was just well, not all '70s movies, but there right, was a, right. there was a a lane of movies, a style of movies where they weren't trying to prove a point or do anything other than just show that sometimes stuff sucks. And, you know, that I really felt that in this movie where they were just showing an environment and a character that goes through a series of unfortunate events and no changes happen. He's, he I, doesn't I, matter. Right. And I, I get what you're saying. Like in Rick's analogy from the Quentin Tarantino interview, this was a Chevy Chase, not a Bill Murray style right. movie. Right. Exactly. But this wasn't slice of life. This wasn't just things happening to people. This was a private investigator who was personally involving him in a case and who was uncovering this like massive multi-million dollar conspiracy against the state of California. Like, like the unraveling gradually of the story was a really cool detective story. I thought like, I yeah, thought it was, you know, that's you, the thing with this movie, right? With that story, that water story is interesting. Yes. But this, this whole other incest story, right? Had, I don't know why that was in the movie. It's my mm-hmm. sister. It's my daughter. It's my sister. It's my daughter. In between <laughs> <Yeah>. slaps. <laughs> well, what's funny, when I was watching this movie, I had the thought, I was like, why is this happening? And I was like, oh, I forgot. Roman Polanski right. made this movie. Yes. And so then I'm like, oh, so this creeper yeah. made this weird part of this movie to maybe, I don't know if he was defending himself or not. I mean, he made the guy still a bad guy. Who's, right. what's the di- who's Roman Polanski? Oh. He's the director of Chinatown, right? Who right. drugged and raped a thirteen-year-old girl, okay, and then fled to France, France. or somewhere yeah, France. where he still he still lives. He's still on the land. Extradited. Yeah. He's like he bu- he's like back. buddies with that other guy from the French Connection. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which guy? The French Connection. <laughs> right, got it. Yes. Now I know. Now I, I knew know. that was set up perfectly because I knew you were going to ask that question. <laughs> um, what's weird about him is he went to France and he still made a bunch of movies and people like he made the pianist and oh, he made a bunch of movies. Still making like. movies. Well, he still makes movies. Like he's <laughs> the last couple of years he was making movies. He's, he's probably getting pretty old now, but so also, Bill, he was married to. Sharon Tate, right? Yes. She's the one that was killed by the Manson family, right? So mm-hmm. he's in, have you seen Once My Time in Hollywood? Oh, no. You need to watch that. It's great. Anyway, so Roman Polanski, him and his wife are home. The Manson people come in and murder his pregnant wife. All that. So he's like been, there's been a lot of things that happen with that guy in the world. Horrible, gross things and then things to his, I mean, it's like, a pretty famous dude. He's in the ship, uh, as but they say. He sucks yeah. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's kind of why I'm like, oh, maybe he just was trying to send some kind of message during this movie because I don't know. <laughs> no, guys, it, it's cool. It's cool. 
Let's, it wasn't really. Let's, let's let the raping incest grandfather shoot his daughter in the head and then take the girl away at the end yeah, to also right. like yeah. impregnate well, with another incest baby. To, to no, be he, fair, he, they let he, him take her away, right? He, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. The cops shot the daughter in the head, not the okay. father. Okay, yes, but and then they yes. and then they, and then they let him take the girl away. Uh huh. Yes. No. Yeah. Agreed. That happened, and it was and, fucked up. And everyone was just like, hey, let's just walk away because it's Chinatown, Jake. Yeah, which is like, you just get to leave? Well, yeah, I mean, the Chinatown has to be a metaphor for you not being able to intervene in things that are outside of your control, right? Well, see, I think the problem with this movie is that it built upon the existing racism in the 70s. And so when you rewatch it, that doesn't necessarily cross over as well. Mm-hmm. Right. They yeah. don't, ex- they don't explicitly say anything about Chinatown, but there's this implication that we don't enforce laws in Chinatown. It's everyone for themselves. Yeah. You know, murders an everyday thing. And that's why he's like, when I work for the DA's office, what'd you do there? The joke is as little as possible, right? We don't yeah. prosecute crime. We, we just didn't in Chinatown. And so then I think, in the broader picture of the movie, we're supposed to say, oh, L.A. as a whole, you know, this whole greater L.A. county, all of it is Chinatown. We actually don't mm-hmm. enforce any of the laws. Right. Because we're not we're not stopping these massive crimes or and embezzlement. From or happening. you'd say they selectively enforce the laws based on where they're at. Right. Yeah. Isn't Jack Nicholson fun to watch in everything? No. He's- <laughs> like what? No, I I enjoyed him in this, but I also I enjoyed thought, him in this. I also thought not- that he, I, I it solidified my belief that he is only ever fifty percent the character and fifty percent Jack Nicholson. Yep, that's there's, that's there's, exactly how I felt about. He it. never loses more than fifty percent of his normal personality into a role. And and the thing is, is like so he's. There's nothing wrong with being really good at one type and then being typecast. Yeah. But if you try and shoehorn that into a whole bunch of movies, that's when there's problems, right? And so so you're asking me, Rick, what have I ever seen him in that he's not fun to watch in? I think the first movie I ever saw him in, which is why I'm a little still biased towards him, was a movie that I hate more than almost anything that I've ever seen. Anger Management? Nope. Which is oh. of Eastwick? Nope. As good as it gets. That's a good movie. I hate that movie, and I hate oh. him in that movie. He's so good in that movie, and that's and that speaks to saying he's. I don't think there is a lot of Jack Nicholson in that character. I mean, he's like an asshole, but I don't know if yeah, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> that's what he is. It. What, what movie is he not an asshole in, Rick? I mean, he's pretty nice in The Shining. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> When he's chopping a hole in that door trying to kill his wife. Yeah, he's pretty nice. When, Don't when, you think that- when the psychological problems from his son come from the abuse of Jack Nicholson. <laughs> nice I guy. Mean, nice guy. <laughs> I just think that like he I don't think it's that he's typecast. I think that no matter what, his his face just looks like that. Because, you know, <laughs> even in this movie in Chinatown, he's a pretty like upstanding guy. 
you know, they were like, yes. they're like, hey, let me give you more money. He's like, I'm not trying to just get money out of you. I'm trying right. to solve this problem. I'm trying to like be fair. That's not the kind of person I am. Like, he's not really a dick. He just travels through life with that face yeah. and that but he also, swagger that makes him seem like an ass. He also has that reputation, though, because all the cops, all the, mm-hmm. like, everybody he deals with is like, oh, yeah, you're over here slinging your muck again, private eye. You know, they give yeah, him a bunch of shit. Those cops are all dicks, too. Well, oh, yeah, they're all but terrible. He has what about ter- when he. What about when he attacks the farmer and kicks him in the balls for like after it's all resolved, just for no reason is like, I just got to well, kick this guy in the balls one more time. You say all resolved and for no reason, but they just beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And it was over. I, okay. Wait, when is a fight over that three guys just beat the shit out of you and kept hitting you with what they, what was he hitting him with? I forgot a shovel or something. I think he was hitting him with a crutch. Yes. Yeah. A crutch. <laughs> a crutch. <laughs> Which, yeah. And I'm like, I mean, if I had a chance to kick a dude in the balls right after that, I'd probably do it. Even though you know they're going to then beat the tar out of you again? Yeah, because, like, I mean... You gotta get something out of it. Yeah. What did he get get out of it? You got to kick a guy in the balls. Uh, The ultimate prize. (laughs) 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 No. Uh, This was good storytelling, though. Whoever wrote this, did Roman Polanski write it, too? I don't Uh, don't know. It was based on a book, I believe. Okay. They made a book out of that? I get the book. I would read that book. I'll I'll bet it goes into way more detail. You know, movies like this, they tend to, like, skip over huge plot points and story points that are more fully explained in the books. And so I'll bet it gets into more detail. Because, like, the whole thing with the people at the senior center... That, yeah, um, yeah. Rape, so rapey, rapey grandpa was buying up all of the drought land um, in the names of these seniors that were locked in this retirement center, right? Right. And that didn't really ever get addressed again or get resolved or become anything. But I'll bet you that's a huge piece of the book as to like how he was getting away with it and then his plan on how to like take over those properties again once they died or once the drought was over and he owned the land. So I, I think it's fun to talk about what we think this book might be about, but it's not a book. So we shouldn't go any okay. further. <laughs> okay. So, so if we ignore the fact that it's a book, then there's a weird scene in a nursing home that's in there for no reason where they throw in a whole bunch of extra Jewish racism. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so hey, I, I have a wait. I have a question for you. So you guys <laughs> haven't seen this movie, but you have heard of this movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to get this movie confused with another movie I haven't seen before, uh, called The Two Jakes. <laughs> That's the <laughs> sequel to this. Yes. Is it? Yes. Okay, got it. Because I was always just like, his name's Jake. Seems weird, and I know it's kind of a detectiveish thing. Yeah. So he plays the same character in The Two Jakes. Mm. Does he play it twice? I think he's has a twin. So there's two of them. What about the postman always rings twice? Is he Jake in that also? Different movie. Mm. <laughs> but there's two of them. Two rings. We're just trying to put it all together. One here. ring I don't to know. rule them all. It's like and one ring I, to bind them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've never seen the postman always rings twice. Me neither. There's a lot of the Jack Nicholson stuff I haven't seen from way back. I've seen all the newer stuff and I've always liked him a lot. Um, but so maybe we should watch that sometime. I don't even know anything about it. I'd watch it. All right. Me too. I think it was a maybe. book. 
hey, <laughs> let's find out what Jack Nicholson's birthday is and let's watch a Jack, let's have Jack Nicholson month. We'll start with as good as it gets. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And then we'll watch it again. No. And see, that's what I, I hate. About, you know, here's the other thing. In all of Jack Nicholson's movies, does someone say the title of the movie? <laughs> uh, I mean, The Departed. They don't. Well, maybe they oh, do. I don't. I think they do. Dearly Departed. Think, yep. Yeah. Yep. I think. I, I. I. I almost said Batman, but they definitely say Batman <laughs> in the movie Batman. What about uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? I don't know. Yeah, they don't say it. They don't say it. Are you sure? Wait, I've never seen it, but are you sure oh. someone doesn't say, uh-oh, one just flew over the cuckoo's nest? <laughs> hey, so one flew over the cuckoo's nest. The postman always rings twice. I mean, I wouldn't call Easy Rider a uh, Jack Nicholson movie, but he's in it. Yeah. We could get some, we could do a good Jack Nicholson month. Uh, well, yeah, like Witches of Eastwick. Uh, what else we got here? Actually, I have it pulled up because I was looking well. Hang for his on, birthday. hang on. Let's. Do we have anything else we want to say about Chinatown? Like, I get, I guess, why this movie is like in the zeitgeist, right? That it's it's a pretty good like classic detective movie. Yeah. I, well, it's a redo of noir, it, right? Right. Exactly. Yes. It's it's film noir. It's that you know it was a dark and stormy night kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I like it. But here's the thing: Do you think that the average person watches that movie and understands what they're even talking about when they talk about Chinatown? Mm, probably not. What, so, why not? And, and, I mean, because it's because it's so loose. I mean, because like no, I mean they know that what Chinatown is, but they don't know the connotation of. It's Chinatown, Jake. It's Chinatown. Like when you watch that movie, like you said, it doesn't matter. They could have said anything. Right. Exactly. This is yeah. Sixth Street or whatever. Exactly. So why does he? He could have been having. He could have been having. Except that it wasn't set in the seventies. But he could have been having brunch at a restaurant. Well, like that happens every time down at the old greasy spoon with well, the Reuben sandwiches. Right. He could have been having <laughs> Vietnam flashbacks, right? And yeah. then they'd be like, right. "This is this is still the jungle" or something like this, that. Yeah. You know, it could be anything like that. Right. So I feel like the only thing from Chinatown that still exists is this is Chinatown. But I think it sounds more be- like when you hear that, because you said you had heard that before, too. This is yeah, Chinatown. Yeah, that, Jake. Yeah. Didn't you expect that to be like a main part of the movie? Yes. Not just like, the let's leave Chinatown. Yeah. I expected the movie to take place in Chinatown or yeah. like it to be some source of like. I think the reason it exists it's because it is kind of a good line and it's kind of funny to say, and it is the last line of the movie. Right. You know, like it's an easy thing to remember. You can always remember the end of it. Right. Right. If they would have said it halfway through, maybe no one would have cared. Um, yeah. It's kind of a fun, it's kind of, it, what I liked about this movie is that douchebaggery of like, I thought LA was like, the other, this co-star of the movie, yeah. you know, one of those yeah, kind of comedies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a love story to LA a little bit. They showed a lot you know of cool what? stuff. I do like, I do like the like old LA scene. Definitely. Like that, yeah. that yeah. had like, a good feel. Like how to I it. said, I like the old New York stuff. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, I don't, I like the old LA stuff. I like, I like old school LA and old school Las Vegas a lot better than old school New York. Yeah. Yes. Like, see, I like old school New York. 30s I, LA, 60s Vegas. Yes. I and Can, like and and I also like the 30s and 40s Chicago stuff with Capone mm, and that that yeah, kind of era. Purple gang, that kind of thing. Yeah. 
can you explain to me why the guy that worked at the Hall of Records was such an asshole? <laughs> the the pimple kid? Yeah, because yeah, he was so a public servant. I kept <laughs> thinking about that too. I was like, <laughs> what is like who gets this role? <laughs> first right. of all. Yeah. And and like when you're writing this character, whoever the writer is met someone like that once and hated them. It was like, I'm going to make well, them look like yeah, such I mean, an asshole he's here. He's the metaphor for the bureaucracy, right? Like, yes. Having yeah. to deal with anyone in a podunk public office that doesn't do anything other than deal with people's stupid requests, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those public servants are the worst. <laughs> yeah, you're a mayor. You don't run a fucking public <laughs> office or a public records department. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean. It's like a yeah, basic department. description yeah. of his job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, oh, I don't know if they know. Bill's the mayor of New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do it remotely. <laughs> uh, He's the Zoom mayor. I also have a problem with... Um, I, I love women. I really do. <laughs> but, like, some of these women actresses from... <laughs> as opposed to male ready. actresses... <laughs> Well, some of these, some of these act, female acting, actors, female yes. actors who play roles of females, okay, are so you're tripping over all over this. <laughs> the more you stumble over this, the worse <laughs> it makes you look. <laughs> they're they're just it's so over exaggerated sometimes that I'm just like, why? Who talked like this? Did they really talk like that in whatever year this was supposed to be? And like. Everything was so extreme all the time. I think there was like and, just such a, and there was such a premium on like how you behave and how you act in the thirties. Right. Sure. But could yeah. you stand being around someone that acted like those women were acting in this movie? They're just so obnoxious. I know it's enough to make you want to become a confirmed bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> right. Same as that. Movie. Like, right. I, I don't I don't and I don't think it's the problem is we grow accustomed to their faces. <laughs> <laughs> I think the acting is just a little just a little it's bit just a little too, too ham just ham a little fisted. bit <laughs> it's ham fisted ham handed whatever yeah. you say. Yeah. Um I don't know. I I do I do get what you're saying that there was a little bit of overacting in some of the roles. Um I don't know. I don't think it was just the women though. There was, there was a little bit of like cheese coming off some, like the guy who cuts his nose too. Like, yeah. yeah see, sure. you see yeah, this right. here? Yeah. 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 Right. What was it? What was his <laughs> name? Next time Gaston I'm going to get your whole nose off. Something, something like that. <laughs> yeah. He was supposed to be a French guy, oh, but I yeah. loved, I also loved the, uh, the, the Jack Nicholson has decided that the, the best, Obviously, and most cost-effective way for him to know how long cars are parked in a location <laughs> is to have a thousand stopwatch pocket watches and then set them and wind them and put them under car tires so when they get smashed, he knows how many hours the car was there. I mean, so, it's pretty smart. Top logic it there. It is, but it's like like those are nice watches and he's got a whole pile of them well, in his car. I mean, they must not be nice watches. But in the 30s, this was right when when wristwatches were taking off, so pocket watches were out of fashion. So maybe he was getting them on the cheap. 
Yeah, you didn't know that about wristwatches, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> um, isn't this also all happening during the Great Depression? Uh, this is set in 1937, so it's on the tail end, but yeah. Okay, okay. So, like, that guy that he kicks in the balls, is that someone from the Jode family? <laughs> oh, look at look at the blank stares. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. It was a book reference. <laughs> no, yeah. This, is, this, is, this isn't a book. There podcast. you go. There you go. Grapes of Wrath. Ryan got it. <laughs> I know. I know some things. Um, um I went to some schooling. <laughs> I had some book learning. Uh, I did like uh the cars in this movie. They were pretty cool. Yeah, a couple of Packards, yeah. Mercedes Benz. Um, the, I felt like it was shot well, like it looked good for, for a movie from the seventies. It looked better than like, um, what's that movie we watched just recently? The car chase movie, Gene Hackman, uh, the Fre- French connection. Yeah. And I feel like it looked better than that. Less gritty, like more yeah. cinema, cinema. That's what I'm saying. I like LA better than New York. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the the other thing that's weird is the, like, so you said this movie takes place in 1937. Yeah. So that is the beginning of World War II. Yeah. Well, leading up to, yeah, I mean. I mean, uh, Europe's already in World War II. It's, it's prior to us, our involvement, right? Well, but like, I think the annexation of Poland was 39. So, I mean, you've got okay. a Nazi Germany. Right. Yes, Rick? <sighs> Well, I just, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting choice. Oh, good. Something interesting is going to be talked about. To place the movie in 1937 at the buildup of Nazi Germany and have the like anti Jewish sentiment running rampant through the streets of LA. Yeah. Well, well, but that, that never stopped. It still hasn't stopped. You know what I mean? Like, that's a thing that's. Well, and especially always been in LA. Especially the, in LA. Yeah. The, the movie business. The entertainment industry has always been like that. The the entertainment industry hasn't always been anti-Jewish. Not no. anti, but there's always been a lot of it's been run um, by a lot a largely Jewish group of people. Right. And they people right. have there's a lot them for that. There's a there's a lot of anti-Semitism in Hollywood. Yeah. In one form or another. Sure. Yeah. And it, it's also interesting that that the whole issue of World War II is completely ignored, or you know, and what's going on. It just seems like such a major thing that would have dominated. Well, but in 1937, you don't know what's happening. It's like yeah, I guess oh, we we were kind of like staying out of it until Pearl Harbor, and, and so. it was like, oh, that Hitler guy, he's doing some weird stuff. Yeah. But it wasn't really until the Olympics where we started right. to like push back against Nazi Germany and really See? like draw the battle lines. And now we've circled back to the Olympics where we yes. started. Yes. <laughs> what a Great. what a nice place to end. Yeah. You, um, yeah. Well, you know what that means. Well, wait. Do you guys have anything else to say? I think we probably should go to <laughs> a break. No, Ryan asked us that question later. <laughs> I do have to say, um, my favorite part of this movie is Burt Young because he's good who's at that? everything he's in. Who's, well, who's Burt Young? He's Uncle Polly from Rocky. Ah. Uh, You've never seen Rocky? I've seen clips. That's that's different. <laughs> I know he runs up and down the stairs and loses boxing matches and yells for Adrian. I mean, all right. So we're watching Rocky pretty soon. Yeah. 
I don't uh, want it. No, I agree. Like what he he opens the movie. He's the first guy you see, right? Yeah, Burt Young's the first guy. He's the guy that's he's the guy that also drives him away in the car yeah. later. He's crying. Goes to his house and his wife. His wife's got a black eye. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got like nine he's amazing. Kids. He's always like a thug and everything, but like he plays a real good like. Mean guy. Have you ever seen Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield? Of course he no, hasn't. I hate Why would you Rodney ask that question? Because <laughs> that's the one he'd probably like, except, well, he'd like Ladybugs. But <laughs> he probably would. He would. He'd like, they put a kid in it's it. Like, you know? okay. It's like better Bad News Bears. Anything is better Bad News Bears. Okay, let's. we're done with Chinatown. Let's take a break, get a drink, and then get to the Clemometer. Sounds good. Let's go to break. Yeah. All right. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? Um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah, check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. And we're back. All right. Oh, man. I'm refreshed. Yeah. More, more cans of clams over there? Cans no, no. I, a- acres of clams? No, I've switched to the uh, press pomegranate ginger cider. Cool. <laughs> Actually, it's a, it's a seltzer, not a cider. Mm. Wow. Um, so, so fruity and tangy. I brought out the clamometer, but I realized we're not going to need it today. Tickles we the gotta, taste buds. We got to switch over to a different kind of... Um, Measurement, right? Because there's all three of us have to give our scores. Well, we've never seen I'm still going to put this movie on the clamometer, right? But I got to put it somewhere else. This is going to get real confusing. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you how where we you gonna, can put it. <laughs> how are we going to handle this situation? Well, I think uh, I think Rick, you and I will do a little uh, little breakdown, give our scores, and then we'll predict how Bill thing or how we think Bill will rate it, and then we'll get to the clamometer. It's like there's no rules or something with this. I know, Rick. It's Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I've got some thoughts. Rick, how are you doing? Uh, I got some thoughts. You want to go? Uh, sure. This movie was like fun to watch. I liked, I liked most of it. I could have done without, I could have done without the incest. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Usually, I mean, that's <laughs> I usually stand that ground. It's not like a surprise. I don't. I hope, um, but I'm gonna. I'm just gonna give this out there that Jack is great. I think if <laughs> I was just about to say if Jack was in a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, it'd be yeah. awesome. And I realized I've he seen that movie was. and it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> so I uh, nailed that one. Um, I'm gonna give this movie. Um, I've seen, th- I have three movies on my list, Braveheart, My Fair Lady and Forget Paris. And just by default at this point, I got to give this movie a 37. In, now in a row, I'm giving it a 42. <laughs> okay. 42. So, so for the record, Rick has never watched a movie for the first time on this podcast and given it anything in the top half. So when he criticizes my fifties of, you know, Blues Brothers or, you know, my 40s of Caddyshack. I'm in the same range that you're putting Chinatown and saying it was fun to watch and that Jack was great in it. You've watched 10 times as many movies 
I know, and you give me crap every time I give a movie a 30 or a 40 rating. You have way less, and this movie literally dropped like 20 points because of incest. Can you blame me? No, no. But no, yeah, yeah, no, 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 defend it. Tell me it should be better because of the incest, Bill. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to say it should be better <laughs> no, because no, of the that's, incest. That's, that's what you're saying. I'm saying it's worse because of the incest. So tell me why incest is good. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, 42 was your score? Yeah. So, yes, I agree. I like Jack. He's great. Um, the story was good. I like how he injected himself into something he thought was important didn't take any shit i was a little bit confused by the ending but i appreciated the fact that they didn't just wrap it up in a tight little bow it was something to think about uh i also thought it was interesting how this whole theory or this whole narrative about the water rights and all that stuff is still relevant today and how california is dealing with their water problems so uh, I enjoyed that. I'm going to give this movie on the meter is going to be a oh. 61. Fascinating. And now there's nothing left to do, but let's say goodbye. Cause no one cares. <laughs> oh yeah. I was going to say we should probably get to the clamometer. Oh yeah. I think we're going to keep it. <laughs> You need you cut New this York. Yet? You, you said you had a way to New cut York. it to make it better. Let's make this whole thing the drop. <laughs> just a bunch of shit cut together. Just, just cut take. his nose. I don't know why the yeah, clamometer sounds like on a bongo yeah. drum. <laughs> Come on. This whole thing went sideways real quick. Yeah, kilometer and, uh, I mean, clamometer and homework. <laughs> I said kilometer. There uh, are some good parts to that, but it's just yeah. way too long. That's fun. <laughs> Okay, that, Bill. That was like almost a year ago. <laughs> uh, we're getting close, yeah. I, I, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. Well, what? We've got about 20 more weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not that close. It feels like it. We're over the hump. Right? I mean, it feels like true. it's been more than a year, but. Right. Yeah, we're, we're coming up on it. We've lasted longer than 99% of podcasts. <laughs> Anyway, by sheer will and determination. Uh -huh. Okay, so before I reveal where I ranked this movie, do you guys want to guess where you think I oh, ranked yes. this movie? Oh, yes, we were going to do that. We fucked it up yeah. already. I'm going to say uh, um, 30. 30. Out of 49. Ah, uh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Um, I thought this movie had... A good look to it and a good feel to it. Agreed. I thought, I thought that the whole private detective, you know, the cops on one side, the people covering up on the other side, and him in the middle. I like that kind of story. I like that kind of tension. I found the whole water rights storyline to be fascinating, and the like, you know, devaluing the land through drought so they could buy it cheap. I thought that was really good. It did all fall apart into chaos at the end, you know, and they didn't, you know, you don't get any satisfaction, you know, you, you, you build up this big story and you get me all excited about this, like big detective story. And then you just leave me with no, you know, release at the end. And, and so <laughs> I just blue was balls, frust Jake. frustrated by it. 
But um, I, I did think the acting was good. I thought so that that knocked it down a little bit. But overall, I I like this kind of movie and I like this story and I like that era. And I gave this movie a 62.5. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Why, why'd you give it a 0.5? Uh, I've been trying to give 0.5s lately, so I don't end up exactly the same as other films. Does he have anything at 62 already? No, but this is his seventh. <laughs> this is his seventh favorite movie we've assigned him. Mm-hmm. No, I like it was a pretty good movie. It was. I, I liked it. I liked it way better than French Connection. The thing is, is like my problem I have with this is you think this movie is better than True Romance, Goodfellas, mm-hmm. and Full Metal Jacket? Yes. Yep. I agree with I agree with all three of those. There's no way this is better than Goodfellas. That's why I'll, I'll die on that hill. This movie is not better than Goodfellas. Yeah, I agree Goodfellas, with that. Goodfellas has the same problems. It, it falls apart at the end. Why does it fall apart at the end? It's just it just peters out. Mm, I don't think he watched it. He went to Seattle and he got busted <laughs> on a drug charge. Which what else are you supposed to do? It was what really <laughs> happened, right? I mean, okay, well, I'm shocked. Yeah, I don't know. You're shocked that I like Chinatown more than either of you do. I'm shocked you like Chinatown at all. <laughs> so, so where do we go from here, boys? Well, this was fun, don't you think? I do. I do. Yeah. I thought this was fun. A triple uh, virgin watching, if you will. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm liking this. I'm looking forward to it. So, and you know what they say about watching these old movies, don't you? No. It's a sprint. It's a sprint, not a marathon. Right. Oh, is okay. It? So, who picked Chinatown? That was me. Ryan. Yeah. Okay. So, Rick, I think it's your turn to pick one that none of us have seen. Sure. So I, we were discussing some movies and I had a little list together. <laughs> we were and discussing could, sprinting and marathons. Yeah. And so and I thought Olympics. that instead of, I thought I would go against the grain and let's head on and straight on to the marathon. Oh boy. Let's watch Gone with the Wind. Oh boy. So is, this, is this a German film? It is. <laughs> Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. It's a... It's supposed to be a, it's it's like won some awards I think back in the day. And yeah, I might so. have heard of it. Now, did this movie get made the same year that Chinatown took place? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> two years later. <laughs> oh, this okay. movie was made two years later. Gone with the Wind was made in 1939. Yes, yeah, same year as Wizard of the Oz. Wizard of the Oz, as you call it. <laughs> That's what right. that movie's called. Is is Gone with the Wind in color or black and white? I think uh, it's in I black and it's white. In color. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I, I think it's in black and white. We'll find out. We'll like, find out we when it. we watch it. Um, all I know of it is like the picture of the two people like making out in the clouds. Right. But the clouds are red. Like every scene I've seen of that, it's like bright red in the background. It looks just like Wizard of Oz where they're like shining can yeah. lights, mm. can lights on but a Wizard, canvas. But Wizard of Oz is also in black and white. No, it's not. Part of the it first is. Ha- the, the first 20 minutes are. Okay, that doesn't mean the movie's in black and white. Some of okay. it is. That's a true statement. And <laughs> okay, that's, you want to talk saying, about a true statement? The Wizard of Oz is not in black and white. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, because the cover had <laughs> color on it, doesn't mean the movie's in color. No, I'm not talking about the color. I've seen like clips of it. Okay. Of Maybe the Wizard colorized. of Oz? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> 
That, I mean, I don't know. That's always weird when they colorize stuff that was in black and white. Have you ever seen like yeah. episodes of I Love Lucy I that Love have Lucy. been colorized? Yeah, that's that's weird. the weirdest one, right? Yeah. I think that was like the thing. I think that was like the first big thing they were doing that with, yeah. like way back when. Yeah. Like it was like it's weird. Hey guys, look what um, we can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The well, only thing like, I know those- about Gone with the Wind is she makes a some kind of clothing out of drapes. And frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. That's right. Like, I was gonna say, yeah. just like in, oh, Chi- in is that Chi- from that movie? Yes. So just yeah. like okay. in just like in Chinatown, where I knew the line, this is Chinatown, Jake, gone with the wind. The only thing I know is frankly, Scarlet, I don't give a damn. Right. So I thought that was from this movie, but I have another issue that I always confuse this movie with another movie I've never seen, which is Casablanca. Oh, I, I don't know the difference oh. between those we two gotta movies. Watch, we got to watch Casablanca. I Casablanca love is good. Casablanca. And Casablanca is so in black and good. white. Well, maybe you can assign. See, see that's my thing. So yeah. I was like, yeah, no, don't. You, isn't that it's isn't on that the, next to an airplane? Yeah. 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 Well, you're confusing they, two lines that are very famous. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You're mixing up two famous s- lines. So the other one is. Oh, what's the other? What's the you will know it. You know, no, it. The, the other line is you had me at hello. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Oh no, this is when Clark Gable says the human head weighs eight pounds. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, you, you show me the money. Oh, show. Oh, he's, he's, Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> yeah, you did it. I remembered. I didn't look it up. I like. I like when Cary Grant goes, "Show me the money." See. <laughs> See? <laughs> See, I think you'd like Casablanca because it takes place at a bar called Rick's. Yeah, that's exactly why I want to watch <laughs> uh-huh. it. No, we we gotta we gotta watch that when we're I, on our I AFI click, kick. That movie's yeah. on the list. It's so good. I don't give a damn. What does he say though? He's. I could tell you if you want to know, but give, just give me the first word. Someday. Yeah. No. Wait. Is that how Someday it starts? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, it's just like someday. Wait, no, someday. That's not put. You, wait, no, I'm getting real confused now. Bogey Humphrey Bogart standing yeah. in front what's, of the DC three. Wait, what's the put your lips together and blow? What's that from? That's learning how to whistle. From what though? No, but they like. I think that's, that's the end of Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did a spit day. <laughs> uh, no, but there's a movie where they say that. Uh, all right. So someday, I guess I'm just lost. Maybe not I today. Of- Maybe not tomorrow. But sometime soon, and for the rest of your life. What? Okay, never mind. <laughs> we'll have you to watch, watch the movie. I guess. I guess I just really thought it was. I think I don't give a damn. Yeah. No, that's gone with the wind. So yeah. let's. Uh, uh, what's the runtime on that? Ninety minutes. <laughs> Three Seems hours, like it when I looked it up. 45 minutes. It's two hours and 45 minutes? Three <laughs> hours and 45 minutes. Man, it's like a double feature of Marvel movies. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, I had promised I wouldn't have a podcast go longer than the runtime of the movie we had watched. So I want to literally pad my stats. <laughs> yeah, so you yeah. did this on purpose. <laughs> you, you're giving yourself a long leash for the next one. <laughs> okay, guys, it's late and I need to go to bed. It's late in the morning. In the morning. In 1965. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Right. The aliens who find this in space are going to be so messed up not knowing when <laughs> it came from. 
this podcast is Chinatown. <laughs> it totally time doesn't apply here. Time doesn't apply here. All right, everybody. Well, I appreciate you listening. Uh, speaking for the boys, we all appreciate you listening, downloading, liking, and subscribing to our podcast. Uh, you can find our podcast anywhere you can find a podcast. Apple Music, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all those places. Uh, we really want to thank Wyatt Only and The Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. Uh really helps us out. And I don't have anything else, so I think we should just end. <laughs> what about you guys? Wait. <laughs> Wait, I have something to say. Say it. <laughs> what is it? Nothing. I'm going to go watch the opening ceremony highlights from the Olympics. Hey, Bill. Hey, what? Do you see there's a new boss baby? I Yeah, I think <laughs> I told you about that. <laughs> yeah, no, that was funny. I get an uh, email from uh, Netflix that was like, hey, based on your viewing history, we think you should know that there's a new boss baby coming. <laughs> Thanks, I Netflix. Somebody you tell know me, you know me too well. Today. <laughs> Rick, how okay, you doing? That's it for me. I'm doing good. All right. Frankly, I don't give a damn. Frankly, I don't <laughs> give a damn. End of podcast 32. Bye. 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 Yeah.
Another dream. 